Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Brad, before we start the episode, um, I really need to address the fact that you were throwing some serious shade at me about hashtag Pandora screens earlier this week. I, I'm too old to know what shade is. I like I threw an umbrella <laughs> at you or something. What what are you even talking about? You on our own our official Twitter account, which goes and posts to our Facebook, so I don't know how in the world you you would have assumed I wouldn't have seen this. You you were you were making maybe you were you were prejudging me that I would think that the screens on the Pandora boat ride were a bad idea. Okay. And you um, hashtag Pandora screens it. And so, I don't appreciate that. So so hashtag Pandora screens, number one, is not something I came up with. That is, you know, I, I've seen the whole, the whole screens thing multiple times in relation to uh, many, many theme park attractions moved to that. <laughs> but are you not the one who, uh, what, it was the Shanghai Disneyland episode. When we were discussing pirates and pirates has screens, and you're like, "Well, I don't know about the screens in that." And I felt like that. I felt like that one had a good mix of screens mixed with, you know, real stuff, live action yeah. stuff. And I, f- I feel like, and we'll have to check the tape. Okay, but I feel like the conclusion that we came to was that they were pretty well done in pirates in Shanghai. Is that I, not true? Did I did I end that conversation on a negative note? I my my takeaway from that was you felt like the screens went a little bit too far mm. in Pirates and perhaps perhaps I have misjudged your thing, but we have a, we have now actually seen more than just that little what was it like a 10 second clip or 5 right. second clip yeah. because you know we've had this whole day of uh pandora synergy abc thing which let me before we even get into Uh, this let me just say and and your uh sound makes me think that you didn't like i love the idea that that disney is synergizing stuff again you know i i miss the days when every abc sitcom had to go to walt disney world or disneyland or you know some disney park because we have to remember you know that that we're all part of the same big family here and if we show people Disney stuff, then they're going to suddenly want to go to Disney stuff. The content was perhaps lacking today, <laughs> but but at least but at least they're trying something again. Yeah. Um, you know, and and Blackish was a was a good example of this as well when they did their Walt Disney World episode. I like I like the I like the idea of of taking advantage of the fact that you own both of these things and and propping the other one up. You know, so. Yes. I'm okay with that aspect of it, but yes, now we can actually get into the content of it. So let me let me explain my my groan. Um, I do not have an issue with synergy synergizing, um, and I don't. So so my my view on that is, yeah, the view goes to Disney World. That's great. I think that's awesome. Uh, I it fits. I think most of the hosts of the viewer are perfect candidates for, you know, kind of a Walt Disney World type synergy thing. Um, my feeling is do the show as you normally would and then have some packages uh ready that are Disney related 
as as they did with the Whoopi and James Cameron view uh, into Pandora. Um, what I what I take issue with, and what I don't particularly appreciate about um, things like today, was the like dumb. We're gonna have Disney trivia with John Stamos. You know that kind of that that kind of stuff just feels really forced, uh, and it doesn't feel like any of those celebrities even want to be there. Um, they just they but, just happen to get scheduled at the time when they're going to yeah. be at Disney, and they're like, "Well, guess what? You're going to be doing Disney stuff because we're talking Disney today, right?" And like, I think it's fun. Um, from all the pictures that like BioReconstruct and and people on Twitter were posting of of like the you know if you're if you come to the taping, you know, there's a standby queue to get into the taping, and you get a free shirt. Um. And like they they film the view right in front of the tree of life, and what an awesome backdrop to have for your TV show. Um, so no, I think it's great. Uh, I I liked the fact that they were there. It's just like the the total cheese of of all like the Disney trivia and like the little game show stuff they do. Um, I wish they would do the show in a bit more of a of a regular manner, and then just like cut to a, a pre made a pre taped package. But the package um, with Whoopi Goldberg and James Cameron was was pretty good. Um, it was very descriptive. It was, uh, or it was, I guess, visually, it was it was very, I guess, indicative of what the what Pandora is going to look like. Um, I I really was looking hard to to try and figure out if the waterfalls coming off of the floating mountains were CG. Um, because their water was flowing off of the uh, the floating mountains up there, I couldn't tell if that was actually happening, um, or if they or if they just CG'd that into the uh, package. Uh, because like we haven't seen any photos or video from people in the park, you know, saying, "Hey, the waterfalls are working." So I don't know if that actually happened. But... I'm I'm wondering if that's not the not the other side of the mountains from the side that people have been seeing, or they're just too hard to see at the distances that we have available mm. to us right now, because those definitely, definitely looked legit. To it me. did. Yeah. It looked great. If, if it was fake, which I don't actually think it was, but if it was fake, it was very well done. But, you know, J- uh, James Cameron said something that's very interesting to me uh, in relation to Disney's animal kingdom. And that is that he said that uh, Pandora becomes more magical at night, which animal kingdom you know what used to close at five <laughs> so yes. yeah well, having, well having, whenever, whenever the sun goes down you guys better go home because there ain't right. nothing to do here no more having a land in in animal kingdom that is better at night is awesome and and, and i think it's a total win i think it's great well and i've you know when i went in for the uh what for the disney alumni uh college program alumni thing we did that uh after hours party over in Harambe, and I thought, uh, or over in Africa, and I thought that was place was great after, at night, you know, just with the lighting and the 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 area, just it works at night. So I mean, I think that I think Pandora is going to going to definitely be the uh, the shining diamond, I guess, after dark. But I think the entire park is is ready to handle. Uh, you know, the full nighttime and, and they've been doing night stuff. You know, we've got rivers of light is now, uh, now running and everything. So I like that this entire park is now transitioning into a full day park instead of just going, 
okay, and then once the lights, you know, then once the sun goes down, everybody better he- head over to Pandora because the rest of this place eh, ain't going to work anymore. So I, I do like that aspect. Now, there were three, uh, there are three packages because we are recording prior to watching the Nightline package tonight. Uh, and I will, I will include in the show notes, uh, com did a great job of, uh, you know, scouring the web for these videos as they came up and they have the, what the good morning America package, the view package with Whoopi and James Cameron, and then chew package. Now of those three packages, I, you've seen all three, right? Yes. Okay. So rate those from best to worst package for me. Uh, the view, good GMA, good morning, America, and the chew best to worst. See, I can, I, I have a hard time saying whether I, whether I thought I don't like the chew though. I don't like the people from the chew. So that's always going to be, I've never, I've never seen chew the chew, whatever that show is called. It's the chew. It's a play on the view. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a a real, it's a real funny pun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I clearly got it immediately. Um, I I guess I don't get that show because when I when I so it, it number one it was like what less than two minutes that they spent, and it's like here's a food from uh from Pandora from yeah, the and- snack stand over there, and we're going to eat it. And what are they gonna say? I don't like this. This is gross. No, they, even if they th- even if they hated it, they're gonna gush about it, and then oh, we're done. Okay, so. but still, still, like I watch, you know, if I watch a show on Food Network, they're eating food that they're, you know, unless you're watching a a, a game show, which is is admittedly a lot of food programming nowadays. But <laughs> but you watch a show and they're they're you know talk so like think about like the the best thing I ate episodes or something like that. Right. You know they you can describe food and, and give us like there was just. It felt like such a that one to me was the was the one where I went, uh, why did you bother? This yeah. felt shoehorned in. And and I will admit that I did not watch it sounds like you watched the entire view uh show today, I guess. No, no I just watched the the uh video. Oh, you the must have found a you must have found a longer video if you saw Jane John Stamos doing Disney trivia and stuff. I, I that was separate. I found I found that also, but that was separate. Lee, uh, that was separate from the uh, from the Whoopi James Cameron video. Okay, okay, yeah, because because that, like I said, to me that was an, that was one of those like why why did you bother doing this? But the other two were great, and I like the fact that it wasn't like both of them had had stuff happening in uh, what it, where are we? Is it Moara Valley? I think is that correct um, i don't know honestly okay so so both of them had stuff that took place in the 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 actual land itself and then you had good morning america is going to take you to the banshee ride the view is going to take you to the boat ride so they they split it up nicely so we weren't just mm-hmm. getting it didn't feel like i was just getting the same content over and over again yeah but yeah uh, I, I think those two the the view and gma were both very well done. Yeah, so so I agree. I enjoyed getting to uh getting to hear from James Cameron about uh you know his kind of his thoughts on the world and you know especially hearing as he's talking about uh you know hearing them talk about this is the first time that we've really seen this this world because everything was CG when we made the movie. So it's yeah. not like we had sets built. 
but now we're actually getting to see the see the see the world and this is something that we would even want to bring our talent to for the for the other scenes that we're making for the other movies that we're making so that they can actually get a feel for what this world feels like um so you know it's kind of it's kind of exciting to think yeah this is the this is the way they wanted this world to feel like but you know getting back to to what you opened on again the view did cover the uh the boat ride which has the screens in it and Mm -hmm. we saw the screens in the boat ride so let me ask you what is your feeling on on what you've seen of the boat ride which admittedly is not a lot uh i i think they look great um if they rely on screens for little things like that little touches animals that um are are in the environment and i really like that there's foliage in front of the screen uh so there is no like definitive top or bottom or sides of the screen itself. Right. There's foliage blocking the sides because like, um, okay. So the King Kong ride at universal, that is a ride that, and it's not a fair comparison because that ride relies a hundred percent on screens. But in that attraction, your truck drives up to a screen that's 3d and you look to your right and you see a, you, you see a, a scene happen. And then the truck moves to the next screen area, and there you see another scene happen. But those screens are like window panes. They are square. They have edges. And they're dressed up, but they still have edges. And what what I really, really, really like about Pandora is that they don't have edges. There is no... There's no way really to tell other other than it's a 2D projection, but there's really no way to tell that that is a screen. Uh, well, okay, that that's not really fair to say, but th- it really doesn't look like a screen because you saw those those animals come from behind foliage and come out onto this like crest or or hill on the side of the the river. But there's things all around them. There's things in front of them. They're projecting things behind them. Um, it just, it really, really blends in well. So I, I really like, uh, I really like what they're doing. I know that one of my problems when we were talking about, uh, pirates in Shanghai is that they had water effects at the bottom of the screen that were not reflected in the actual water of pirates. Right. So like you would see splashing water up on the screen, but you, your boat would be driving or your boat would be floating in completely still water. And I wish that they had had some sort of bubbling machines or something on the very edge of that to kind of mimic what was happening to the water on the screen. Um, and I think that they have really achieved that in Pandora, but man, screens aside, the flora in there is beautiful. You know, they've got stuff on the ceiling uh all of the plants and and bioluminescence i mean it looks just as good as concept art did and how they said it would so i'm 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 really excited for for how this is going to turn out i think well and of course we you know we should definitely couch this with we're we're judging all of this based on one screen and i and i have every assumption that there are going to be multiple screens just like that throughout sure. the attraction but that's fine um, but yeah, if they're if they're set up in that format, you know, it, it's I, clearly saying, not all screen. It's clearly not get in this boat and there are huge, you know, perfectly um, 
perfectly uh uh gosh you know when when you have two projectors that are butted up against each other but they're perfectly matched um that you know it's not just we haven't just we haven't just taken a blank wall projection mapped it right and we're gonna we're gonna put whatever we want to on it there's right. actual physical effects all around you right and screens are there for um augmentation of the world not not to be the world yeah yeah and that's and that's what i kind of took away from you know again while we only saw one screen we saw multiple shots inside of the attraction and at every point there was just it, it appears that there's so much going on around you uh as far as like you said you know just the plant life and everything that i'm 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 excited to see an attraction like this and again uh you know if if it was just screens i i think initially i would definitely have a problem with that you you'd have to sell me a lot harder on the idea mm-hmm. on the other hand selling me on a boat attraction that has all of this you know feels like feels more like classic dark ride mm-hmm. in a lot of ways um yeah i'm pumped about so so boat ride we're both on board with now so do you think that they'll have drops do you think it'll be like a pirates um type thing where they'll have little you know not not big big drops like uh splash mountain but like a few little drops to to just have a little bit of excitement or do you think it's going to be strictly a peter pan's flight style dark ride you know, I feel like I feel like there there needs to be some sort of a drop to give you some I don't know almost to, just to create some action in there, you know, as opposed to because otherwise you've got a what almost like scene by scene dark ride sort of thing going on. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, uh, what I feel like when uh, when Cameron talked, you know, he said that this this version of Pandora exists after humans and Pandorans all see eye to eye and the Pandorans have now invited us to come to their world and everybody's happy and getting along. So yeah. you don't, you can't play on the, you know, somebody's trying to attack your boat. Uh, so I'm not sure how they would, how they're, how they're right. going to play that out. Unless just the natural river, you know, here's a little waterfall we're going to go over or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to, that's, that was going to be my next question is how would they motivate that sort of a thrill? Because yeah, it does seem like this is a pretty peaceful place. And like the the Banshee ride, which I'm sure we're fixing to tr- segue into, um, that's thrilling because you know there's no conflict. It's just thrilling because you're on the back of a, a flying because you're beast. flying through the air, right? I mean, that's kind of as opposed right. to floating in water. Yeah, is not but, naturally a super thrilling thing. But Disney is usually pretty good about not having unmotivated things happen in their attractions. The mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh doesn't ever, you know, start going forty miles an hour through the hundred acre wood just because, you know, they wanted it to be thrilling. It's uh it's slow because, you know, Pooh Bear's a pretty chilled out dude. But now um, I really, really want to ride the Pooh the yeah. mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh that if if you go forty miles per hour takes about Five seconds to make it through the entire attraction. You know what? Here's here's how they're going to do it. Here's sneak preview of how things are going to work in Pandora. You're going to be just rolling by on your boat, and suddenly these trolls are going to come up out of the out of the floor, and the boat's going to go backwards down a waterfall. <laughs> That's how this is going to work. That's why they had to shut down Maelstrom so they could repurpose the trolls. I I have figured it out. I have. Sort of, but but they 
all they do all they did was they they took the trolls they went by you know uh like the glidden paint store grabbed a couple of buckets of blue painted those suckers down and, and they're boom, navi trolls they're navi trolls perfect so so that's sorted out but yes i guess we should <sighs> i feel weird talking about uh the the what is the banshee ride called uh the banshee ride pandora disney I, presents pandora the world of avatar presents the banshee experience TM, flights, TM, TM. flights of passage you know what in in all of your trying to come up with a weird i was actually able to look up the <laughs> so so flights of passage i feel like the biggest problem that we have about talking about this is they didn't want to show us anything from it right Come on. I it's mean, not done. It's clearly not even close. Do you think that's what it is? Do you think that it's not done? Because yep. they, they let her ride it. Right? Yeah, but I, I think you you let you let a, a TV personality ride it, sure. Um, With the understanding that it's not... We, we've still got this, this, and this that are going to happen that are going to make it even better, right? Right. Yeah, and you just say, like... Yeah, you got to write it. Cool. Don't talk about it. You know, you have a, a, a an NDA. You know, on the on that. So, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's done. I don't think it's near ready. Um, I think probably the ride vehicle is. Um, and and well, they she they were clearly riding on a ride vehicle of some sort. So right, and I, I think the ride vehicle. What I what I mean by that is I think the ride vehicle is probably done. Um, but. The video, so for Soren, the video is, you know, somebody went and got a drone and you take a bunch of drone footage and you come in and edit it together, clean it up. And add uh, a bunch of extra CGI stuff if it's the new version. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's very, there's very little post to Soren, but Flights of Passage is going to have mostly post production because... It, it 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 exists in a world that doesn't exist. You know, soaring around the world is soaring around our world. Um, soaring over California is soaring over a United States state. Um, you have to create in the computer Pandora and the Banshee and all of the other things in the world. And there is no... You're basically starting with, you know, a clean slate. And so I think probably... The video portion of it is taking longer than they expected just because, yeah, post-production stuff like that often takes longer than than they thought, especially for what is probably going to be the um, uh, the standout, you know, ride of Pandora. The e-ticket, the e-ticket yeah, ride for Pandora. That's going to be the thing that everybody wants to wants to go on with, you know, the Soren soaring length lines i'm sure um they got to get it right and i think probably it's just taken longer than they than they thought see i'm just wondering though if it's not an issue of how well will this translate to television how convinced would you be to go and do this if we actually showed you what you were doing you know because i think about something like soaring if you were to show me videos of soaring it's not that impressive, right? Or well, or even you, video of Star Tours or something. But Soren, you can go into what the ride vehicles look like. POV type shots um, from Soren 
are, are terrible. They're garbage. You know, you don't get a good, you don't get a good gauge of what Soren's going to be like. But taking video from behind the, uh, from behind the ride vehicle, and then footage of the screen, and like you can weave that together in a way where you understand that this whole this whole apparatus, this huge thing with that's you know twelve people wide, this whole thing moves very fluidly. Um, and they didn't, they just there wasn't much even trying, you know. And maybe maybe you're right. Maybe they got a bunch of footage of it, and the footage that they got just didn't work, and they couldn't edit it together in a way that looked good. That is totally plausible. But I feel like they could have at least done a little something to try to even show what it's going to be like. Because I, I, I really know nothing more about it than I did before I watched that video. Well, okay. So, so we do know, we do know that, that it's definitely got a lot of seats to it. Sure. Right? Because you saw when they sat down, there, there were additional ride vehicle seating, whatever there's, because you don't see where they're sitting or how they're sitting or anything like that. Uh, right. But there's a lot more beyond them. We got to see the super cool 3D goggles that you're going to be wearing, mm-hmm. um, which those are very interesting looking and nothing, you know, I feel like most 3D glasses throughout the parks are, are similar in style. And are these similar to anything? Am I missing something? Because I don't, I haven't seen these anywhere before. I don't, I don't think so. They, I mean, I don't even know how to, I was going to take a second and try to explain what they look like, but they, they look like something you need to go and watch that video from the Good Morning America. Yeah. Like I said, go open the show notes real quick, go find the, or, you know, go, go search for the Good Morning America clip, look at them, and then you're just going to have to come back because you aren't going to be able to explain those because they're just odd looking. I understand them not wanting to use the um, Star Tours style, right? But I don't know. These just look—they look weird for the sake of of being weird. I do like. Okay, so I wear glasses, and I do like that these look like they might work better over glasses true. than the old style do. Yeah, so that's true. They are a so, bit. They are a bit bulkier, which would let them, which would let them fit over your glasses. Yeah, so there's one other thing that I wanted to bring up uh, about about Flight of Passage. And again, coming from this this really short Good Morning America package overall, I mean, I think it's less than four minutes. But at the end, the reporter, the hostess, whatever you want to call her, says, you know, that what did, she said something about it, it lets you into the world of Pandora because you could you could smell it, you could feel it. She said you can taste it. There's no way she she was she was listing out senses and said taste. Okay, it's so we're gonna be so taste. we're so we're gonna go with that's what she was doing, right? Yeah, I mean, you okay? So you can you can get a thing that smells like oranges. You know, we know that from Soren. But if that thing, if the sprayer nozzle was broken and it just sprayed a stream of whatever the chemical is that smells like oranges into your mouth. It would not mm, taste would like so orange. <laughs> yeah, it would be horrible. So I think that she was listing out, um, she was listing out the senses, and she said taste. I see. I I I, I mean, are they going to give you? They can't give you like a cracker. Like eat this cracker. Uh, 
whenever you see whenever you see the green plants eat it eat this eat this little cracker i don't know because here's here's exactly what she says it really appeals to all of your senses but particularly smell touch taste all of it that is what she says so those are I, the three senses that she it, like I, again i don't i see no way taste could be involved i really I really think I'm probably making a mountain out of a molehill here, but it was just like when she said taste, I went, wait, what? If Joe Rody, if Joe Rody had said all of your senses, sight, smell, taste, all of it, that would have been one thing. I, I, I would totally be all like, I would totally be behind your, your, uh, you know, investigation, but it was a Good Morning America host and I don't think... I don't think that is indicative of anything. You know what I think happened? I think she licked a banshee. <laughs> and, the, and, thus, and thus taste was involved on the flight of passage. So if you get the Good Morning America hostess uh, flight of passage seat, just know she, maybe she licked it because she was trying to get taste involved as well. So, <laughs> And I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. And you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. The show's on YouTube now, so you can head over to YouTube and search for Missing the Mouse and subscribe and listen there if you'd like. If you would, please head over to iTunes and leave us a rating and a review. Uh, it's just really helpful in spreading the show and, and helping us to show up higher in search rankings and stuff like that. It's very helpful. And thank you very much to everyone who has gone and left a rating and a review. Um, we are very appreciative. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a magical day. Bye.